This is the one and only Des Rocks, and you're listening to the one and only The Itch. You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And this week we are scratching the itch to beat a dead horse. (laughs) (laughs) That is the truth. Yeah, we're going to be discussing a live show headlined by Badflower. You guys know how many times we've talked about seeing Badflower on this podcast? Live? Like three times? Yep, this will be four. Yeah. <laughs> Plus a whole nother episode with a supporting tour mate, Des Rocks. Yeah. Live show. And so, um, yeah, we were just really, really going back to the well. That's three years in a row that Bad Flower has been covered in a concert episode on this podcast so and it won't be the last (laughs) yep (laughs) they're gonna be coming back for a spoiler alert in like two months yeah (laughs) i think that's a sign that we just need to have one of the members on our show we're trying we're trying yeah (laughs) we're gonna tell them that we're like listen we talk about you way too much (laughs) you dan dan practically stopped joey i mean like Right. (laughs) You really owe this to us. I don't know if you know that. (laughs) Anyway, the reason we talk about them is because it's worthwhile and also because the surrounding artists that they perform with tend to be worth talking about as well. And so, well, well, we wouldn't know about the first band, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll get into that. That's disappointing because that's the one I really wanted to know what you guys thought about. Oh, man. So did we. we. So did we. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this show. Let's get right into it then, because you, you just that's that's the lead right there, and I want to play off of that. So this show was last as of this recording last Tuesday, March seventh, at the Red Flag, as one of our favorite venues that we've also talked about a lot. Yep. Yes, which uh, we will also talk about. Josh said the perfect description of this place: hilarious. That dude is just funny as funny can be. Yeah. And we'll get into that, but man, he he called it like he. I, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we dive too far into everything, we have to to uh, do a couple quick shout outs. Oh, yeah. Number one, quick shout out to our pod friends, Russ and Lauren, who are getting married by the time this drops. Congratulations. They will be a married couple by the time this drops. Yeah. Yes. So congratulations to them. Yeah. And we had the pleasure, KC and I, of joining Russ on his podcast in the final season of his podcast called The Infectious Groove for a cover battle where we discussed the merits of Michael Jackson's Beat It versus the Fallout Boy cover version of that song. Yes. It was one of the funnier things that I've ever been part of a recording <laughs> on. So I want to encourage people to go check that out. <laughs> yes. Yes. His podcast may be on hiatus of sorts, but you can check out Infectious Groove's YouTube channel as well. And the Beard Owl podcast, which we've also guested on. Yes, yes. Okay. Also, other side note, sort of, before we dive headfirst into the craziness that was this show. Des Rocks and his fan base is probably the biggest crossover fan base that listens to our show. We've picked up quite a few diehard fans from Desrox. Yeah. Yes. Very passionate fans and, and interactive people on the socials, and we really appreciate them. 
Yes. So I, I, we do want to apologize to Heidi and Kai, who we've had on the show. They were hoping that we would make it to the Chicago show. And unfortunately, that was a no-go. Yeah, that one is really on me. Well, that that was me that it was that was that would have been at that one. And I yeah. do apologize to them. I wanted to meet them. And that would have been really cool. And obviously, would have been a great show to see. But it just wasn't in the cards. They had some things going on that, that had to take priority that night. Yes, but we, we really appreciate Heidi and Kai. They're, they're two of our biggest supporters. And uh, we'll see another show together at some point down the line for sure. Agreed. I bet I can guess it will be part of it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yes. And also, so this, this ties into the story of the show now. Shout out to Stacy, who uh, hit us up on Instagram and said, you guys better be showing up to the St. Louis show. And we're like, we're, we're trying. <laughs> <laughs> and so she asked if we were, if we were itch gear. So I sent her a picture of me with Des and I said, I'm kind of hard to miss <laughs> to, to which she replied noted. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan and I, unfortunately couldn't get off work early and make it down to red flag. Like we would like to. Normally we leave around five, five thirty to try to head down there. Um, and you know, especially depending on, you know, what day of the week it is, if there's going to be traffic, we'll try to head down a little bit earlier, but I decided that I just thought, I, I don't know, for whatever reason, I felt like even if I got off at six, the doors opened at seven, that we would just be able to go there, walk right in the doors. Yep. And that would be that. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> well, and you got to kind of set the scene. So, you know, so we park across the street and I was actually surprised because where I parked at was pretty close to the venue. It was but it was on the other side of like this busy ass street. So we like almost we had to play Frogger. Uh, yeah, with yeah, our we did. with our lives. With um, ourselves. <laughs> we, we were human Frogger. Yes. No, I had no idea that Olive Street was going to be that freaking fast. And so now I understand why there was so much parking there. <laughs> And so we're walking down the sidewalk and, you know, it's the sidewalk on the on the front side of Red Flags, which is usually where all the buses are parked. And we're walking down there and, you know, a couple of see, see a couple of people just hanging out or whatever. And then, like, you turn the corner and then you see this giant line. You're like, yeah. oh, OK. And keep in mind, this is at like 703. Yes. And the <laughs> line had just started moving. And so, we, you know. We that's fine. That's to be expected. When we got to Rival Sons, there was a line. We waited in line. We got in. We, you know, the show started. Everything was gravy. It was seven o'clock and that line. So we started walking back like the Rival Sons line was not that way at seven o'clock. They let the, you know, they opened the doors at six for that show. People were in the doors by seven. So we kept walking to the back. We kept walking. We kept walking. Um, the line kept we turn going. another corner. Yeah, we turned we turn around the block. We went around <laughs> the block so so much so that we were basically back to where the car was parked. So I just because <laughs> like I didn't know, like I didn't even take a coat. I was like, no, nah, we'll just be able to walk right in the venue, just get felt up real quick and then get in the venue. Uh, <laughs> and No, like we turned the corner. And it's like, oh, OK, there's a bunch of people waiting. And then we just start walking, 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 and turn the corner. Like, okay, no, it's still going, it's yeah. still going, still going, still going. We're like, oh shit, we're back to Olive Street already. What the hell? Like, we walked a full fucking block around, like, yeah, all the way around the venue. So, in the midst of of walking to the line, I'm walking down and walking past people, and I hear, 
Casey from the itch and it's Stacy. So <laughs> I'm like, Hey, so I walked over, gave her a hug and said, I'll see you inside. She <laughs> said, it's a long line. <laughs> and it, her shit was. <laughs> so, um, and they didn't really officially open the doors until about seven fifteen ish. So I think it was, I it what, was seven. Yeah, I don't I don't know what up what was up with that, but so as they open the doors to start letting people in, we hear music. So Blood Red Shoes starts playing in front of almost no one. Oh, seven, <laughs> yeah, at seven thirty, there was still at least more than half the crowd outside. <laughs> it was it was crazy. My favorite part was like, so we're waiting in this super long line, and like Blood Red Shoes ends. And the people come out like to smoke their cigarettes and, and do their smoke smoke break. And they're like, oh, man, I definitely am not waiting in that line to get back in. People are like, yeah, you are. Go back to the back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and some of, some of us were almost like, no, don't close the door. <laughs> let us in. Like, let us in that, that way. <laughs> so, yeah, unfortunately, by the time we got in the door, um, Blood Red Shoes had already cleared the stage. Yeah. So uh, there was no evidence that they'd, they'd even played. <laughs> <laughs> Other than hearing sort of little small snippets of their songs from the, the outside, right. all the way from outside. So had we shown up early, we would have still waited in line for about the hour that we waited in line anyway. So... <laughs> It was it was all sorts of fucked up. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. So that was not fun, but at least we uh, got to see the band that we were there for. Uh, you know, even though we we thought for a second that we were missing them because you can't tell when you're outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dan, Dan kept asking me, he's like, is this Des? I'm like, it doesn't sound like Des. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that it's not Des. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, maybe. Right. <laughs> Right. No, but we got in and uh, it one thing to point out, red flag, especially on a on a weekday, it's kind of a mixed bag. It's about half full, two thirds full, a third full. It, it's, it varies. But man, this show was a sellout. Yeah. And they had the they had the top open completely. There was people hanging from the rafters. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> there were hanging from the rafters. Well, like yes. leaning way over the balcony and stuff. <laughs> way over the balcony. Yeah. Um, like the lady was freaking me out. And, you know, being a dad, like I'm 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 old man now, you know, even though I'm not even like 40, but um <laughs> I'll be there soon. Uh, so like I see this lady, she's like drunk for one. You can tell she's drunk because she's woo and and she's like hanging like halfway over the balcony, and and so like yeah, I, yeah, I did. I, I went over to the uh, the lady, and I was like, "Hey, I'm not like a tattletale, but this lady's freaking me the hell out. Like, man, somebody <laughs> needs to grab her or something." I'd have caught her. Yeah, no, I don't shoot a landed on somebody. Like, <laughs> fair catch. Yeah, that bitch should have taken out a couple people. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) Two two other quick, quick side points. Um, There was two things at this concert. Well, three, three things at this concert. 
Number one, there was a lot of drunk people at this concert. Oh, okay. <laughs> Number two, there was a lot of kids at this concert. <laughs> yeah, there were. That's a good point. Number three, there was a lot of short people at this concert. <laughs> Kids included. Yeah, I think that was that was. I think that there was no in between. There was either short people or really fucking tall people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was me and shorter than Dan. And yes, because <laughs> like there was tons of space. You know, at first, like we were, we had a great view for Des Rocks, like fantastic yeah. view for Des Rocks. And then when we went and met Des Rocks, we lost our space. And yeah. for Bad Flower, it was it was kind of a mixed bag. And then the, I had like this tall guy in front. We'll get into that later. But like, well, well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I had a tall guy just like pissed me off. I was mad. <laughs> oh, mad. Yeah. We had a situation. So, yeah, we got to we got to see Dez and had a nice a nice spot. And he killed it on stage. He had just as much charisma and stage presence as when i saw him the first time i, I kind of want you to go ahead and take over here dan because this was your first time seeing him so one of the things that i liked is he comes out in like this white almost elvis like suit right it, it's with, elvis with, meets Ev- evil knievel with like the fucking charlie brown line in the middle of it i don't know the, i don't know what that <laughs> but you know lo- what i'm talking about logo. oh yeah, yeah okay. it's, it's his logo <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i'm talking about like charlie brown's got that like black line yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it looks like to me but it's red <laughs> Uh, so he's looking sharp as shit, like, you know, like straight out of the fifties, man. Yep. And he, he talks like, he talks like Elvis and shit too. Like, especially with his New York or New Jersey. I don't know what the hell. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's, it's a very New thick, thick New York accent. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I loved it. I loved it. Like it's, it's like, I don't, I can't quite describe it cause he's, he's so unique, but like, it, it's like a fifties mix of like just prints. Like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like it's just awesome guitar work with like fifties Elvis, like hip swinging and 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 uh, what is that shit called? Collar popping. Yeah, it's collar. Yeah, yeah. collar popping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude, he yep. collar pops yep. all the time. He's just collar popping. He, yeah, he he, he flips it down and then he flips it up. Yeah, and he flips it down and then he flips it up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but <laughs> cool. You you nailed it. It's it's Elvis meets Prince, and his live show is on another level. Like the. We, we we talked about Narrowheads a couple of live shows ago, <laughs> and they are a studio band through and through. Desrox is a live band through and through. Yeah, okay, I agree with that. And I think the other reason why is because for one, the drummer and the bassists are phenomenal, and 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 Desrox is 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 a great guitarist. One of the things I love about watching Desrox play guitar is it's just he reminds me so much of Aaron Jones because it's effortless. He's so good mm. at playing that like, he doesn't really pay attention to what he's doing. And he's doing like these really complicated guitar licks. And you're just like, damn, dude. And he's like, just like looking around, like messing around and, and just yeah. and like just fingers are all over the fretboard. Right. And so, yeah, it was it was quite impressive. And I think that my favorite songs that they played, including the new one, are the ones where they all like sing harmony, like the drummer, the uh, Des yeah. and, and the bassist all sing harmony. They they sound absolutely great together. And their new song was by and far my favorite that they performed because of that. And like they even like they had this like almost chant kind of thing um in, in the new song. Yeah. The drummer's name is Will and the bassist name or stage name at least is Doc. Yeah, they they, they were great uh artists in, in their own right and you know the three of them just have very good chemistry and does like like you said does is all over the stage. You know, 
He's yeah. he's the center of attention, but he's getting that crowd reaction. He's playing like guitar, but he's reaching out, pointing. You know, he's making friends with people in the crowd. He's talking back to what yeah. they're saying. He, he was just he was great. It was funny because one of the things that I specifically remembered is the people that were standing behind us in line had never heard of Diz Rocks, and they were kind of intrigued because we were talking about about him and, and uh, talking him up. And they had a hell of a time at the show. Like they were, I think they were the most into it of anybody at the whole concert, <laughs> to be honest. Um, they, they, had, they had a grand time. And that's one thing I specifically remember because it's just like everybody was getting into it and it was just really good. I think it was also because he, he just knows how to uh, interact with the crowd and, and reminds yeah. me with, with, uh, with crowd interaction reminds me so much of like Benji. Like just get your attention. He, he, yeah. he pulls you in. Yeah, Benji Webb from yeah. Skin Dread, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. Um, I'm glad to hear you say that because my recollection when we first, yeah, I remember bringing Des up about two years ago because that was when his album came up, and really being into it. And you guys were kind of lukewarm at the time on the sound of the of the album and whatnot. And then Casey went, and you're the first one to see the live performance and you came back being pretty won over at that point. Yeah. And so now it was just like, well, I already liked him. Casey's become a fan. Are we going to get Dan on board with this or not? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm glad to hear that that live show really showed that side of, of a performer to you. Well, and I think yeah. I said this after we talked to him, I became more of a fan after speaking with him just because of our conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. And, and uh, seeing him live sealed the deal. He's, he is definitely a, a, a great live artist and I would absolutely love to see this dude on Shiprock. Uh, just throw yes. that out there, just because I think oh, that man. I think that that would be the crowd for him. I think it would be a really good uh, opportunity for him to get some new fans for one. But I just think it just would be a perfect situation. To be honest, it just perfect music for a perfect artist, basically. Yeah. And here's a good segue to tie that in. The reason why he would be a good guy on Shiprock is because Shiprockers love cover songs. Oh yes. <laughs> And Joey from Badflower came up on stage and played a song with them. And they played Bruce Springsteen, Born to Run. Okay. So get this. They're playing this Bruce Springsteen song. And, you know, I'm a huge Boss fan. Not like, you know, yeah. not like over the top, but like I, I love I love me some Bruce Springsteen. And I'm sitting here listening to them play. It was a fantastic job, by the way. They just, they killed it. They, I mean, he sounded great. They they sang, like, it was just awesome. Yeah, the vocals were great. The the, the guitar was awesome. And while was, I'm listening yeah. to this, I had an epiphany. Yeah. This is the first time I had ever seen a Springsteen song played live. Ever. Yeah. Oh. In my life. Cool. Nobody ever has ever covered a song, a Springsteen song in front of me. Like it's just, and I've been to concerts for 25 since I've been 13. I don't yeah. Know how the hell? Yeah. Yeah. 25, 25 years. years. Something like 20. Yeah. 25 years. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, I mean, 25 years of concerts and to not have seen a Springsteen song live until that point, I, I just, it was almost like, holy shit. Right. This is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It was. It's amazing how every concert experience has basically every concert experience I would suggest has something new and memorable to it that you can kind of add to that list of things that you've seen. <laughs> yeah. And so um, he also played a brand new song called never ending moment. And it's a lot different from most stuff that he's played or written. 
And that was a really, really good song. So it should be coming out in a couple weeks after you hear this. So be on the lookout for Never Ending Moment. It was great live. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 Casey shared a video of that. And it was, yeah, that was, that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, this doesn't sound like that album. And yeah. I like the album and I like this. So, I mean, that's a good sign. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's supposed to be having a new album come out at some point, I think. I don't know when, but so Des is done and they're clearing off his stuff. And then shortly after we were basically directly behind Des's merch booth. And so he's standing over there chatting with some fans and we were only like eight feet away from him. So we're like, Hey, you want to go over and say hi? Since he's basically the, the reason why we're here. So we did. And so Dan and I typically, whenever we're just, we just wait our turn and we know we're going to eventually get our chance. And I kind of did the same thing the first time that I met Des in July of last year. I just wait my turn, let him do his thing with his fans because he's very personable with his fans. And he did, he did something that I, I wasn't fully expecting. So he, uh, he's in line and, there's people that want to take take their picture with them, and they always want to do the selfie thing, which that always turns out shitty when you're trying <laughs> to like do it yourself and smile and pose and hug him or whatever. And so I, I'm like, I'll take I'll take the picture. I'll take the picture. So I took like six or seven people. Yeah, he started picture. started charging people at some point. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you. Here, let me let me give you a sidebar real quick. One of my friends. Um, is a photographer and she was made a post on the socials earlier today talking about selling off some cameras that she wasn't using anymore. My first thought was one of these days we're going to get Casey a, a real photographer's camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But so in the midst of taking all these photos, Des looks up and sees me and says, Hey man, I didn't know you were going to be here. Did you, did you get taken care of? Are you good? Are you good? You good? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, we, we got to take care of. We're good. And and I'm doing good. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> so he remembered me pretty well. That's great. And, <laughs> and then, so in the midst of that, the, the lady that he was chatting with before was like, oh man, we saw you at Delmar Hall. And Des is like, yeah, when was that? And he like looks at me like as for confirmation of like, yeah, when was that? And like, it was late July. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, yeah, yeah, it was. And then Dan, Dan's like, yes, it was. Cause I was on vacation in late July. <laughs> that's why I wasn't there. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was, that was one of those super rare. There's only two of us episodes. Yes. Yes. For us. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we had Heidi and Kai on. That's right. Yeah. So that was another little sidebar. And then after I was done taking more pictures, uh, <laughs> we chatted with him and, and we're like, hey, appreciate you uh, doing the interview. It was awesome. And, and we look forward to chatting with you about the new music. And he's like, yeah, this, this tour will be over in a couple of weeks. Hit me up. So we'll be on the lookout for another interview with Des because we're looking forward to diving into the information on the new music yeah i agree especially after hearing it all right yeah and i was able to 
introduced Dan and Dan got to chat with him a little bit and got myself a new signature shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's black. Who would have guessed? <laughs> As I, they do. I, I literally have no signature shirts that are not black. <laughs> it's not even a joke. I have nine now. <laughs> would you get a signature shirt that was not black yeah or do you think that's now okay i didn't know if that was like now this is part of the thing well, and it has i mean to be black it, it kind of i mean it would stick out like a sore thumb if it doesn't if it's not at this point but i guess the first one would if you yeah. kept doing more after that then you'd eventually get diversity yeah so yeah. you'd have to like commit to getting other colors at some point <laughs> well i don't know how i'm gonna be yeah. how many i'm gonna be able to fit so at this point right like, i'm just gonna have to start like <laughs> rotating them out <laughs> yeah. yeah like every interview yeah. just have a certain you know set and then just <laughs> rotate them out every every interview there you go so it, it was awesome seeing does live again and and chatting with them and it was just kind of amazing to me we only did the one interview and then I only met him the one time a couple days after that. And he remembered me pretty well. So well, dude, not that I'm not that I'm surprised. I, like, but. <laughs> I keep telling you this, man, you're you're six foot seven. You have some awesome bitching, like curly, long hair. And yeah. Uh, yeah and you're you're yeah. So pretty memorable. <laughs> yeah, I, I, memorable. Yeah. yeah. People have been remembering you since I've been known you since 15. So. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, but it was it was awesome. So then we lost our we lost our good spot for Bad Flower, but that's oh, hey. all right. Oh, hey, you're Casey's friend. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Hannah and, and that guy. I'm that other guy. <laughs> I'm that guy. Yep. Yes. <laughs> speak speaking of that guy oh, yeah so yeah we lost our spots we had got pushed further back which you know was fine like you said most of the crowd was was short so we're fine for most of the concert watching them I, and i love bad flower like they just never disappoint and especially when they're headlining they played a ton of music i think they played for like an hour and a half yeah they they kept going and at one point dan's like should we like are we good? Should because because I was I was kind of marching in place because my my feet started falling asleep. <laughs> so uh, he's like, "Are you good? Should we go?" And I'm like, "I want to go. I want to keep keep watching them play." But uh, yeah, it was it was so funny seeing so many young kids there, and then he you know gets into playing thirty, and it's like, man, I don't know that that's a good like impression to make on a young young kids like oh this is 30 oh wait i got 22 years until this shit happens you know <laughs> <laughs> and as as a parent who loves music i love a uh, dude i don't get me wrong i love bad flower i i do not think that that is quite the band i want to expose my kids to because he talks about some serious shit yeah um, and and like live he you know he's he's funny he's amicable he doesn't you know he doesn't really talk about the serious stuff live but like um, you know, it is in their songs because he also played like Machine Gun, um, yeah. you know, Ghost. And you know, they, they have some very deep subjects behind their songs. That I, I just I don't yeah. I, wouldn't, I personally as a parent wouldn't feel comfortable bringing my kids to because my well, my kids would be like, what is he talking about? What's that mean? Like, yeah, you know what? I'm not explaining suicide to you yet. You're eight. Yeah. You're not excited <laughs> yet. Right. You're not excited about 
explaining you know ghost and stalker and, yeah. <laughs> and all those yeah, exactly yeah. And, and, and fuck boy right yeah. yes. <laughs> yes you know when your kids would say that at school oh yeah the next right. day <laughs> You probably think it would be a compliment and call himself that or some shit. Like, <laughs> it's just not worth it. Yeah, no. <laughs> but but Badflower killed it as they always do. And man, Josh was having us rolling in between songs with his little stand up comedy routine because he's <laughs> like he's like this this is a new venue for us. This this venue is pretty awesome. It's it's like summer camp. Yeah. And then, like he called Red Flag Summer Camp. Yeah. (laughs) So on video, I'm like, "You're not wrong." No. And so to to further explain, so Red Flag, and I think we've explained this in a previous episode. It's like a a warehouse that they just like set these fucking cargo like uh, yeah things on top of uh, like uh, pillars. Yeah. There's their whole second floor is like these um what are they called cargos. freight freight cargos, freight yeah, car- cargos. yeah yeah cargo freight things and they like carved out like windows and shit so they're like that's their their boxes yeah and and so you know everything's up high like all those boxes are up high and they're sitting on things so it just kind of has like a treehouse feel almost to it and I think that's yeah. what we kind of said summer treehouse camp or summer camp treehouse thing yeah so, <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah, open warehouse with with treehouse cargo. <laughs> yeah, because even the uh, like the green room is is on top of uh, like yeah, it's the same thing essentially. But it's it's yeah, it's these cargo ships containers that are on top of like just these pillars that hold them up. <laughs> yep. And so he referenced that multiple times, and then he also this was great. He. <laughs> took some electrical tape and taped taped Joey's arms like one time. And then Joey's like, Hey, what? No, no, uh, no. And then, and then he's like, I'm going to bust out of this. And so he did, but then it got, it got caught on his long hair and he was not really overly thrilled about that. No. And Josh is like, I feel like you're being a little bit over. Uh, what did he say? Exactly. Over dramatic. Yeah. Over dramatic about it. <laughs> it's, it. So it's just, it's those types of things that like, I, and I think we kind of talked about this in one of our last episodes. I, I love seeing that band camaraderie yeah. on stage and just you know, in general. Yeah. they. You can tell they're having tons and tons of fun up there and, playing in front of a, a sold out show he's like i think this is a sellout isn't it we sold this out and one one person goes there was 10 tickets available and then he's like 10 tickets how, how do you know that you, <laughs> how'd you learn that just now uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, how you do you think- know 10 people didn't walk in here <laughs> right <laughs> he was cracking us up man is is I'd, I'd love to interview those guys that was they're so entertaining Yes, they didn't do any new tracks, but they they like I said, they played for over an hour and they killed it. Yeah, they played like everything, <laughs> like everything <laughs> you could imagine. That was, so uh, side story <laughs> at at some point when Bad Flower is playing, a lot of the younger crowd left. So some parts of the venue kind of got smushed together, uh, more compact and shuffled a little bit. And then 
the drunk people, there was a drunk guy next to me. And apparently all he wanted to hear was one song. And I, for the life of me, don't even remember what the one song was because I was trying not to pay attention to him because I didn't want to talk to him because I wanted to watch the show. (laughs) But he like wanted to hear one song and he kept talking about it. And then they wouldn't play the one song. And then he'd be like, oh, I don't know this song. This song sucks. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) And it's like... Shut up, drunk asshole. Just was get that, another beer. Is that the same guy that like moved in front of me? No, that oh. was a different that was a different guy. He looked similar oh. to that guy, but that was a different guy. We can go ahead and talk about that too. Yeah, so <laughs> towards the end of it, like we've been watching the Bad Flower set for the most part at the same spot at the entire set. Yeah. And I, you know, was standing to the right of KC because he was filming and yeah. there were short people in front of me. And to the left yeah. of him is this this drunk guy. Like, I'm pretty sure he was drunk. I don't know. He seemed drunk. Yeah, yeah. Mean, there was lots of drunk people there. Yes, yeah. there was. Everybody was drunk. Um, <laughs> and so, so, for whatever reason, with two songs left in the set, like, he moves in front of me. And, like, yeah. okay, that's fine. I don't mind tall people standing in front of me. I have the ability. I can look, move around them and see. What I cannot do is I cannot see if you are in front of me fucking swaying left and right, left and right. Yeah, I, yeah. Like I, I literally, he, so he's so they start playing their second to last song and he is swaying. I'm like, come on, dude, stop swaying. <laughs> and he didn't, he didn't do anything. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake! And I just walked away. He did, yeah, yeah. He fucked up a couple of my camera shots because he had like bedhead, and so you'd see like this nice fuzz piece of hair and it would my camera would focus in on that because it's the closest thing and it's like ah fuck <laughs> fucking up my shot asshole <laughs> yeah, he grievances with the itch and he was yeah. swaying he was swaying yeah swaying back and forth i can't stand swears tall and then, swears. He, would cla- and then he would clap and he would clap with like his hands way over his head yeah like all excited all drunk but yeah I think he was swaying because he was probably drunk. But probably. Yeah. <laughs> or just really feeling that music like he was on water. <laughs> He's on a waterbed. Yeah. Summer camp. <laughs> but yeah. So <laughs> there was a couple times where people would like throw out songs that they wanted to hear. And usually Josh has a field day with that and like says, no, we, we're going to play what, what this says right here <laughs> on the set list. <laughs> but he didn't really he didn't really do that like he did when we saw him the last time he wasn't really having too much of the crowd to uh this uh, he had his own kind of agenda i think oh and he just seemed to be in heaven that we were in summer camp yes also he did something that i've never seen anybody do at red flag when they did stalker he went up to the cargo area and the assistant guy shine the light in his face as he was basically hanging over the the ledge so i got a small clip of of him doing that not as far as the drunk girl he was yeah. not hanging over as far as the drunk girl he was hanging over at a safe distance <laughs> he's a smart guy he did something similar to that well, he—I mean—he did the spotlight thing when we saw them in Kansas yeah. City, but he wasn't yeah. like hanging over something. But yeah, he when was they in do the middle stalker, of the crowd. Yeah, yeah, that's his bit. Is they got the person with the light, and it just shines right on him, and he—he he does like you know freaky faces and stuff like that. 
yeah it's a it's a whole thing it's a lot of fun but this this one he was basically behind us over overhead nice but it was really yeah. funny up a notch. after the song joey's like how did he get up there right <laughs> like, right <laughs> yeah yeah and then they basically had to kill time like <laughs> to wait for him to get down <laughs> so joey like said a couple things and busted out a solo and then <laughs> yeah i like that is is funny any other things we want to say about the show uh, other than the fact that i was so ready to go at the end like you know it's one of those things especially at red flag like i i usually love staying around and trying to meet the band because you're typically gonna have a good chance at doing that but by the end of that show like from standing around outside an hour waiting in line for like an hour and a half to get inside the venue yeah um i I was i was just ready to go by the time that that concert was over right well and that's what sucked because like we i kind of wanted to try to see if i could see stacy in there but she even said after that um that they didn't leave their spot and because she wanted to get merch and get a picture with des but because it was so packed and they had such a good spot they did they didn't leave their their spot which makes sense yeah, and Des had to leave. Him and his band had yeah. to leave because I asked if if the other band members were going to come out because I was going to try to get my shirt signed by everybody. But they said that they were they were not. They were already pretty much getting packed up and ready to go to the next town. And more or less, like right after we were done talking with them, they like waited like fifteen minutes to sell a couple more things, and then they tore down the whole thing and bolted, like yeah. before Bad Flower was even like done. <laughs> Yeah, because Blood Red Shoots took over their um, their spot, yeah. their merch spot. It was hilarious. Yeah. I like how many of our episodes involve stories about merch. Yes. <laughs> and how the booth, and how how the the booths weren't manned yeah. or there was some kind of something weird going on. Yeah. <laughs> Des had this pretty cool little uh, face in the hole thing, though, with like him, a cartoon thing of him and then. Uh, rats with the hole with the hole so you could get your picture taken with him even if he wasn't there yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you could (laughs) so um as we we had a similar thing aaron at this red flag show so bad flower ends their set and dan and i are like all right it's over let's go so we (laughs) we walk out the door and as we're walking out the door their their bassist was was right outside and he was kind of talking and trying to to get on the tour bus, I guess. And as Dan and I walked by, I reached out my hand and said, good set and shook his hand and away we went. All right. <laughs> this bump. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like we could have like hung out. Well, not hung out, but like talked with the, the bassist of Bad Flower. I'm sure that if I would have said, Joey, you know, hey, it's Dan. Because like I met yeah. him a couple of times we could have like hung out. I just, I was so fucking tired from standing around outside and trying to not <laughs> freeze my ass off for an hour and a half. I was yeah. waited to get inside the venue. I was just ready to be done. Yeah. So despite the, uh, the mistimed door opening, uh, it was all in all a really good show. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's unfortunate because that's the second time the red flag has done something like that. Like the last time it was the opposite where they opened the doors way too early didn't tell yeah. anybody uh, and this scene yeah. was this time it was the you know where just doors Complete were open super super late and because of that we missed the whole band yeah That's so weird it was very weird but I'd rather it annoying happens. yeah yeah <laughs> i would attribute it to growing pain since it's like uh 
fairly new venue, but it's not that new and it's booked very regularly. And I think, you know, the people who run it have been doing concert venue stuff in St. Louis for a while. So I don't know, some kind of miscommunication is going on among the crew that night or what. I assumed it was a miscommunication where it's like, do doors open at six or seven? Uh, Seven. And it's like, oh no, the show starts at seven. Oh, oh shit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. Wait for one person to uh, come help (laughs) start feeling everybody up. (laughs) Dan's favorite part of the show. It's, uh, it's just one particular person. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I make sure I get that person every time. <laughs> We're, we meet again. <laughs> she knows me as Marker Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Marker Man and, and Pen Guy. <laughs> Dan always has to have an incident of some sort. With, that's going to actually be your new thing. Every time. Go there and, and Touchy McFeely is doing doing their job. <laughs> you just gotta have some other shenanigan happening. I was trying to make it awkward too, man. Like I, was, <laughs> I think I think one of the times when she when she started her thing, I was like, I don't know who's gonna enjoy this more, me or you. <laughs> See, here we are trying to be like, can we eventually like get to where we could just kind of go to Red Flag and you know report on stuff for free? But whenever they show that lady a picture of Dan, she's gonna be like, no, don't. <laughs> Don't encourage those guys to keep coming back. <laughs> we don't want them here. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately, I'm I'm sure we'll see many, many, many shows at Red Flag. You yeah. say unfortunately for her? Yeah, yeah. No, just... yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, for her. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> More awkward pat downs to come. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned to The Itch, where we slowly transition into a Bad Flower concert review podcast (laughs) full of awkward pat-downs. Yeah, it was was funny because we were basically standing in the same spot uh, at the end where uh, we hung out with the Oxymorons for a good portion of of their show. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, man, if only Des were here and we could just like... (laughs) chat with him as bad flowers plan but that didn't happen it's all good nope he had to book it <laughs> before we do wrap this up i do want to sell all the other times we've talked about these artists <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> we have covered bad flower in episode 68 which is a not just bad flower in fairness that was point fest and riot fest so we covered like 20 bands in that episode yeah at least but nonetheless as well as episode 70 a few weeks later, which was the Itch's first road trip. Casey and I went to Kansas City and saw Bad Flower with Teenage Wrist and Dead Poet Society. Sidebar, the Itch is about to take road trip number two back to Kansas yeah, City. Super the same exciting. venue. To the same venue. So stay tuned for that episode in a few weeks. I can't wait. Yes. <laughs> and then we also covered Bad Flower when they opened for AWOL Nation on that tour uh, in episode 123. Yep. And in the meantime, um, uh, now that I think about it, I guess I'm not done. We <laughs> we have discussed Des Rocks, the Itch on Tour episode on him featuring Heidi and Kai, as mentioned earlier, was episode 111. And our interview with him was the one right before that, 110. Yeah. Um, man, we've covered a lot of, our, of these guys that keep coming back. We, we talked about Des's album in episode 78. All yeah. kinds of stuff, like 
like <laughs> continued listening here. We're just going to send you down a whole thread. Yeah. And I'm done now. That's all we'll do for right at the moment. No, you're, you're good. You're good. No, we just, we really appreciate it. And uh, all the people listening, I know a lot of people enjoy our, our shenanigans when it comes to concert reviews. Uh, shout out to Chris and, <laughs> and, uh, and all the Des Rocks fans that have stuck with us this long, Heather amongst others. Uh, we really appreciate it. Yes, definitely. So be on the lookout for another uh, Des Rocks interview. <laughs> We're try- we'll try to do that again. Yep. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening to the Itch podcast. Hope you've enjoyed our 15th rendition of Bad Flower <laughs> Live. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Dan. I'm Casey. And I am Aaron. And until next time, maybe you should go see Bad Flower Live so then we can stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about the itch. Check out the show notes for links about the episode, as well as our new music playlist and where you can hear us every Sunday night. And you can interact with us at itchrocks.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S.